welcome to Dogyard Book Club. I'm your host, Alexandra Shelley, also known as BB by many, many. And here on Dogyard, the mission is to connect you all to books, thought leaders, and avid readers. Ugh. I am so excited to be sitting with you all and introducing you all to this gorgeous, gorgeous freaking existence of a human being. How is she real? Um, but also, I am so excited just to be sitting here with you all. Um, lately, I've really been reflecting on how grateful I am for this dog ear community. I sometimes only, I sometimes almost feel more, more encouraged and just more free to be vulnerable on this platform, if that makes sense. Um, it's really interesting because I just feel this book community, we're all just so inherently um, just, we care and we care about not only stories, but each other's stories. And when we open a book, we're literally being invited into someone's story into someone's world and whether it's fiction it's still there it's still the inner workings of their of them of their heart of their soul of everything they put into it and books are inherently so vulnerable so thus it's just so beautiful because I love reading these long long posts that people post and it's because they really just pour not only their their heart into, you know, describing this book and how this book made them feel, but I love hearing about their lives. I love hearing about transitions and growths and successes and obstacles, and it's inspired me to share my own more, and it's really empowering, and I feel, you know, I feel even more empowered because it's resonating and not that I didn't think it would resonate, but it's resonating a lot more than I thought. And that just makes me really happy because I think that's what we're all looking for. And so again, it's funny because I'm, you know, I'm like, okay, I have to like, you know, edit the podcast, you know, do all that. But then I sit here and I'm just like, I literally get to do this. It is such an honor to be here with you guys. So again, sorry, kind of a tangent, but I just wanted to thank you. I'm so, so grateful for you. So anyways, just quickly to dive into this amazing bookish series. So I'm trying to figure out how I came across her page. I think she was shared on like one of the one of the pages that I follow. And her aesthetic is so astounding and so unique. It's very fluid. It's artistic. She really gets into it with like her hands and her arms and like she's throwing books. She's lifting books. She's arching her back like the angles of the photos. Like it's so artistic and so magical. And when we actually get into the conversation, I ask her, she said that she was inspired by by ballet which is so amazing because I used to be a ballerina we like freak out about it it's so funny um but also she's just so intelligent and I really really love her taste in literature I think that's been one of the coolest things is every single one of my books that I go out to the store and buy it's not from like sorry but it hasn't been from New York Times bestseller or like book reviews it's been from book reviews and from suggestions from bookstagram honestly and they have never ever ever failed me and it's really because it's like 
they, I don't know, they, they talk about it, they write about it, they share their whole experience with it. And I don't know, I feel like sometimes, I mean, no offense, but I feel like sometimes journalists can have a very biased opinion. I feel like also, I don't know, I just, I just feel like because this book community is so open and so honest, um, it's just something different when you read the review. I don't know what it is. I can't pinpoint it in this moment. But anyways, I love reading her reviews and it's actually inspired me to write longer captions. I think for a bit I've been kind of like, oh, I shouldn't write so much because people won't read them. But then actually when I've written the longer captions about my life and my transitions and my ups and my downs and the books that I love and how they made me feel, people actually really love it and they really resonate. And now I just, I see why and I understand the beauty so her name is Rachel Sue Thao and she has the account the lit list underscore and again I think I came across her account through like another bookstagram page and not only was I so taken back and so swooned by her aesthetic she has the most not only insane style and like the sickest tattoos, she's absolutely stunning and I just love her photos. She is so creative. Her photos are truly art, like absolute art and I love how she utilizes her hands, her arms, her body movements, her legs, like it's amazing and she just, she just absolutely kills it and Again, not only is she such a vibe, but she's literally the sweetest human. She matches my energy, which makes me so excited and kind of cute. Fun fact, she's a Virgo and I'm a Pisces, so we are kind of like definitely a great match for each other. But we met when we were both reading and finishing one Q84, so we were pumped about that. And she's from New Zealand, which is where my parents are from, so we were just like screaming. But anyways, again, her account is thelitlist underscore, and we have such an amazing conversation. We talk about the sacredness of alone time. We talk about her going to these book sales and the drama that happens there. We talk about, again, our love of literature and the sacred space that Bookstagram has given us and how it's empowered our introvertness. But anyways, I am so excited for you guys to get to know her, meet her, and sit with us, and let's just get right to it. Before we get into it, here are some amazing companies that I love to support and support Dogyard Book Club. Ooh, I don't know about you guys, but I always have the hardest time finding jewelry that I like. One, I feel like it's so saturated, no idea where to begin. Two, I really do not like cheap jewelry. I run around, I work out, I love being active. I also don't like taking off my jewelry and especially when I am like a silly goose and I bump it into something and, or it turns green. It's like, what's the point? Why, why exist on my finger? Like, what are you doing? Um, third, and most important to me, is I'm really into, you know, voting with my dollar. I love supporting companies that have a strong purpose and are transparent. And as I've been cleaning up my habits, my lifestyle, environment, people, etc. I just got so excited when one of my dearest friends, the whole wide world, Gemma, used her beautiful passion for activism and started an amazing fine jewelry company with her fiance, Ahmet, called Chapter Six. 
So not only maybe, you know what? Not even maybe, I am biased because Gemma is like one of my dearest friends, but her jewelry company is amazing. And I'll give you several reasons. One, it's fine jewelry that's gorgeous. Like literally so pretty, I'm obsessed. I have like three pieces and it's so hard not to get like a million more. Two, it's a price range that is really reasonable. Three, it's durable and strong. Four, it's on a mission. And it is such a powerful mission for her and Ahmed's passion for activism. So, chapter six is a fine jewelry company that gives back. The mission is to be more than a jewelry company, but really, again, like I said, be a channel for activism. You wear it and you believe in the mission. You also believe in really saving the planet, not only just by wearing it, but 10% of their annual revenue goes to Rewild, which is a nonprofit organization that seeks to protect and restore our wild organic planet and ecosystem. So again, this company was founded by Gemma and Ahmed, which is so cool because they actually met in Switzerland where they went to college and of course this gorgeous love story of them falling in love and wanting to start a jewelry company, like same, all right? And they're such talented artists they're such talented storytellers and they're just absolutely amazing. I love how they have taken all of the beauty that lives inside of their mind and literally materialized it into something that you can wear and something that you can honor and cherish. It is just, it is such a dream to me. And what's really, really beautiful is each piece is made from recycled 14 karat gold. The labs, the labs grow, oh my God. I am so silly. The labs don't grow. Well, I guess, whatever. The diamonds are grow in lab, so it's more sustainable, and they're known as CVD diamonds. And each collection has a mission and intention. So I have the turtle necklace and her seven diamond ring, which is from her endangered collection, and then I just got her thick gold flower band ring from her preserved collection. And I am absolutely obsessed with them. And what is amazing about Gemma is uh, she literally was so insistent this one time on me coming over to her home to get a piece of jewelry. And I was like, all right, that's obviously fine. I get to see you. And then like I get a piece of jewelry. But she led my friend and I through a tea meditation. She made us dandelion tea and she sat us through a meditation and she started teaching us on how society has created this disgust and need to eradicate weeds when actually weeds have such a powerful purpose on our planet and how we can use literally every single part of the dandelion plant for tea from root to tip. And it was just so magical. And then she created, uh, she created, she told us why she created the preserve collection and you know, why she wants us to feel a certain way when we invest in the preserve collection. And it just, it truly was so soul expansive and I adored it and it just, I don't know, every single time I look down at my ring, it sounds really silly, but I'm like, I wanna stop and smell the flowers. I wanna make sure I honor, you know, Mother Earth. And again, it's just absolutely beautiful. I'm literally obsessed. And I keep saying that word, but I just can't help it. So anyways, Gemma and I have put together a really awesome 
little deal for you listener and it is the code bbjules10 which is all lowercase and you get 10% off any chapter 6 online purchase and if you're in Orange County and want a private showcasing of her jewelry I also wouldn't skip it and what is amazing about chapter 6 it's a perfect gift for yourself your best friend a loved one any occasion and also don't worry she's coming out with men's pieces and they're going to be so fire so anyways use the code bbjules10 all lowercase to get 10% off any chapter 6 online purchase oh my gosh and not only are we just like in love with Gemma but I cannot wait for you to fall in love with your next or your first chapter 6 piece of jewelry needing a revamp on your website have you been building your new business or rebranding your new business but you're either not really feeling the logo the colors the direction or you're not even sure where to really begin please I am telling you look no further Ashley Munson creative director and founder of Libra Collective will take amazing care of you Libra Collective is a studio that designs brands packaging and illustrations for passionate people Ashley will help you from top to bottom. Strategize and design a brand aligned with your story, values, and mission to connect with your ideal target audience. Create beautiful packaging with intentional materials and detail to elevate your products. And sketch, render, and implement original illustration for your branding, product, or service. So I've been working with Ashley for about two years. And not only is she unbelievably talented and gifted in her work and her craft, but she is so attentive. She is so transparent with her values, her direction, her mission, but also with her complete flow, her workflow, because I feel like sometimes when you are really interesting a lot of money and a big investment and really your vision into someone, people can really leave you by the wayside. And of course, it's, Again, it's a, it's a difficult path to follow when you're already putting yourself out there. But she has truly been one of the best investments I've ever made for myself, for Doggered Book Club, and for my new business, Embody Your Soul. I cannot wait to work with her for upcoming business projects. And really just working with her is such a delight and it really, really makes my day. So are you ready to invest in one of the best investments you'll ever make as an entrepreneur or business owner? Ashley has provided the dog ear community with an amazing deal. So for those of you looking to build your personal business or brand, simply use the code dogear21 and receive 15% off the brand kit. That's over $300 off. Head over to libracollective.com and begin your journey today. I promise you will thank yourself and your brand will thank you too. Just honestly, okay, you know what? Putting that aside, bad vibes. Oh I know, my God. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. bad vibes. Yeah. I am so excited. I'm so excited to oh this. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Like, Literally, I was just telling Cassie, I was like, I feel like I've actually made like genuinely like amazing connections on Bookstagram. Like, it makes me so happy. And like, you're one of them. And it's just like, 
I literally oh, just like, I love you guys. You guys also make me feel so loved too. Like everyone's so nice. I'm like, stop. I like, know. Everyone's so just cute. so nice on Bookstagram. And it's just like, <laughs> anytime I talk about it, like to like my friends. Yeah. And, like, they're just like, <laughs> they're like, what? <laughs> who are you guys? First off, they laugh at me because I refer to it as like bookstagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, Instagram. And I'm like, they're like, is that a thing? And I was like, is that a thing? I was like, are you kidding me? Are you it's kidding me? You're like, look at this post. Like, oh my God. Yeah. People are fucking popping on it. Like, also, everyone cool. is such a fucking vibe. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Like, so cool. I don't know. Everyone's I, so I just, I feel yeah. like this is the community that I wish I had found, like, years and years ago. You know what I mean? Like, mm. when I was sitting there literally reading books, being like, I wish, like, there was a whole community of other people that also did the same thing. And then little do I know, it's like, I'm two years, like, into this, and I'm like... I've made, like, the greatest friends, you know what I mean? Like, the kinds of friends were like, I want to go, like, and visit you guys. Yes! And, like, make your life kind of friends, yes, you know what I mean? And yes. it's not going to be some weird-ass, like, catfish situation, you know? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> and you know what's great is I know, like, we could all sit and, like, cry together. Because, like, we're all vulnerable, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, like, yeah. Have you heard Literally. of my, I just, my friend gifted me this game. Have you heard of the game, um, We're Not Really Strangers? Yes, the, that red, like, card game. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, wow, that would be the perfect game to, like, play with my books to get friends, because everyone would be so into exactly. it. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine it, see it now, like, we're all like, oh, yeah, we're full on drinking for this. And also, we would all be so emotional, oh like... My- Oh my god, literally, like... <laughs> probably will be sitting there in tears, <laughs> drinking, and we'll be like, this is such a fun night. I know. <laughs> your, your biggest quality is... <laughs> this is so much better than therapy. <laughs> like, oh my god, we like, go back home, we're like, what the fuck's wrong with us? <laughs> Who are we? Who have we become? Best cult ever. Ugh. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, damn our childhood. <laughs> <laughs> I know. This is where we live. This yeah. is called living. Oh, oh, my, oh God. my gosh. Literally oh. swag. But okay. literally, you're amazing. Thank you so much for this. I'm so excited. It's okay. <laughs> I was like, what else am I doing on this weekend? Oh, the flat. So I like to myself. So I was like, I'm good. I'm just gonna have a little chat. <laughs> oh my gosh, so freaking obsessed. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh. So first question, what um because obviously you're just like a vibe. I need it also <laughs> I say vibe a lot. It's like really annoying. I feel like when I I become the irony where I'm I say something as a joke and then I actually start saying it real and I'm like fuck but we're just gonna keep going so where did you get the inspiration to do your bookstagram which I feel like you already mentioned but then also like the aesthetic because the aesthetic is just chef's kiss yeah um to be honest like I think when I first started my bookstagram I did it because I had a couple of my close friends pretty much asked me like recommendations on like books because mm. they knew I was such like an avid reader and that I just, I love books. And they were just like, um, 
No, and, and then for me, I thought I would start it too because it was almost like a record of like what I had read. So if I could go back myself and be like, oh yeah, like someone so really wanted something within the crime genre. Oh yeah, I read that book. What was that one about again? Mm. And it was almost just like a little visual journal of sorts. So it was a way that I could just record what I had read, what it was about. And it wasn't even about like, I guess, appealing to followers. It was more just a journal for me and I guess like I think when I first started I didn't really have an aesthetic it was more like I'm just gonna pop up every single book that I have read and spill my thoughts onto these you know squares and you know just put my thoughts out there and I guess it was just amazing that even getting like 10 likes and I was like, oh, my God, people are reading my stuff. You know, like, I was just like, I'm so humbled. And I'm just like, oh, my God, people are reading my, like, what I have to say. And, you know, obviously now, today, it is, like, my second job. It is just, it's insane. Like, I mean, the aesthetic and everything, I don't even really know how that came about. It was more just like... As a young girl, I always loved ballet and I loved like just, I remember going to a ballet show with my dad one time and just seeing the dancers move on stage and just the movements that they made and I was absolutely obsessed. And I think only recently it's kind of just almost emphasised my love of ballet. I'm like, oh. I could probably go and learn and be in a class with a little, like, you know, three-year-olds and <laughs> learn, learn how to do ballet. But I was like, you know, I really wanted to translate that somehow into bookstagram. So I feel like a lot of my pictures are very much, like, ballet-ish inspired, like, in terms of movement and with books. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's more like a personal thing for me. So it's like I really love it when people like respond to that at the same time because it's like my two loves, you know, even though I don't know how to do ballet, but, you know, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, you're going to die. I was a little <laughs> tiny dancer for, like, 11 oh, years. Oh, my God, stop. I literally oh. was a little – yeah, I, like, competitive – I did, like, yeah, I started with ballet for years and years, and then I, like, competitively danced, like, at my studio – for like five years or something. Yeah, I I like was a little dancer, a little ballerina. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh it would have just been such a dream. I was just like you know, I guess as a young kid, like I know I really wanted to do ballet. But, you know, at the time my parents couldn't afford like lessons and that kind of thing. So I think mm. I just like I don't know, I just threw myself into books instead, like, you know. I guess other kids would be outside playing like sports and and whatnot and were like really active running around a field whereas I was like in the library on the beanbags like surrounded by like saddle club and and babysitters club and oh what were the other books goosebumps you know all of those series I absorbed them like loved them yeah oh my god I know 
That's freaking yeah. amazing. I'm so obsessed. Your parents are like, what? Who is our daughter? Yeah, exactly. They're like, where is she? Why is she like going to the library and like reserving like 20 books and no one else could have them? Because I was like obsessed. I was like, those are the new titles. I am putting all of them on reserve. Like I'm coming back. Like, you know, we would go to the library every single week, probably like twice a week, three times a week, because I was like literally just reading at the dinner table, reading anywhere I could. Like, oh. Yeah, oh I was such a little nerd, oh but I loved God. it. <laughs> I also, I fucking died. I, like, literally laughed so hard when you were, like, what was it? It was your last voice message, and you're, like, yeah, like, now I see the same people. There's this lady that grabs, that follows me. Yeah. I, like, now oh, get nods. I'm, like, I'm fucking losing it. That is so funny. Oh, I mean, to this day, I seriously, so the context of this is, like, so I go to my monthly book sale, which is, you know, like, every month. It's at the same place, and I just, it starts at 8 o'clock, so there's already a queue. Like, people get there probably half an hour before because it's just everything that's in this kind of school hall-ish, like that's the size of it, is a dollar. Every single book, a dollar. Every single magazine, CD, DVD, record, like everything. So people go nuts. So I would turn up at like 8 o'clock on the door and I remember just going a couple of times and it's just, it just became a running joke because there was always this like slightly older lady who would like, kind of follow me around and at first I thought I was going nuts and I remember one time I picked up this one book and I was only picking it up because I was like oh this is a different cover like should I get this one and I was like no I don't need to be excessive don't need another book of the same cover which I've already read so I like go to put it down and she just goes like out of my hands and I was like (gasps) Oh, out of your hand. Wow. Like, I mean, I hadn't even put it back into, like, the box yet. And I was like, and I mean, I'm not subtle in my face. This is before we wore masks. So, like, I was literally like. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think, I think anyone would be. And so ever since then, like, she literally follows me around, like, up and down the aisles. Like, and I'm just like, I see you. Like, you know, and it's just, yeah. So it's just, it's just such a crack up because I see the same people and I mean, like, there were older people in the queue and here I am, like, yep, on the dot, I'm ready, like, you know, with my bags, with oh my, my comfy clothes because I, because there's not only books on top of the tables, but there's books underneath, there's, like, just boxes everywhere. So it's like a big thrift hall full of books and it's just like what I look forward to I mean I don't need any more books in my life but oh my god I know I know literally that sounds like a dream like where do all these books come from like do people donate them yes they donated so the the sale runs from like 8 till 4 p.m and any like any day like I guess like any time or even like a couple of weeks before they ask for donations and so they'll just donate and so it's almost like this that's what I love about it is that it's just this whole circular process and like you know I've never really had to buy a new book unless I really wanted a title um but I haven't bought you know like a whole series of books like in such a long time because I'll go to these sales and come back with like 10 20 you know books and I just I love it 
You have like a roller bag. You're like, I can't carry all this. I'm not even kidding. I don't have the roller bag, but there are people that bring the roller bags. There are people that bring like the ginormous bags that they literally drag along the ground. And then they just, they have like, they work in teams of two. So it's like one person will be holding the bag. Another person will be like skimming the titles and i mean like they're the types of people they're the book resellers so it's like because they literally go grab like five or ten chuck them in a bag and they just look like they're in like it's actually stressful being around them because you know i'm the walking really slow picking up a book like enjoying the entire process of it all whereas they're like grabbing 20, 30 titles, chucking them into a bag, and it's just, like, insane. I mean, they go for titles that I don't usually read anyways, but just watching it is (laughs) anxiety-inducing. I'm just, like, I just love how serious this is. Like, you're, like, in the queue, 8 a.m., like, everyone's old. Like, I'm so ready. (laughs) It is, it's so serious. There are so many book fairs and book sales and, like, the jumble sale that I went to this morning. Like, you know, just everyone is ready. Like, and it's just – and it, it happens so often here. And so I don't know if that's a thing, like, in L.A., like, if they have things like this. I know you mentioned on your voice message, you were like, oh, they don't really have stuff like that here. And, yeah, it's just – it's such a regular thing. But it's, like, the people that turn up are so committed and serious. <laughs> like, really serious. Yeah. Wow, that's that's the dream. I hope I run into, like – because I don't really know of any L.A. bookstagrammers. It would be cool to run mm. into one. And then people can, like – like, what was it? My, my boyfriend and I, like, we're at a bookstore, like, in this really cute um, – there's this area in LA called Brentwood and it's um this place called Brentwood Country Mart and it's like this cute like it's like like bougie barn, you know, kind of <laughs> shopping mall, like you know, like goop, like a goop store is there, like all these cute yeah. places. And there was a bookstore and I was looking at the uh, Mirakami titles and this girl was like oh, do you like Ruki Murakami? And I was like, yes. And, like, we started talking for 20 minutes, and Alec was like, was that, like, the best day of your life? I'm like, yeah, so like, that was awesome. Because <laughs> I haven't had that yet. We're like, <laughs> I know. I'm like, literally, I made a friend in a bookstore. It makes me so happy. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, moving on. Cause we're going like, <laughs> digress, digress. So what is – like, flicking away fluff. Um – what is your earliest memory of reading? Um, hmm. I think it was when my, maybe when I was like in my teens and I remember my godparents' daughter, so like my god sister, she was really into reading as well. And I remember her coming over one time with like the biggest box of books because she knew that I really loved reading and just like it, when she dropped that off, I'm not even kidding. I just had like, it was like Christmas. It was like someone gave me like a freaking pony or like, it was like, here's a car. Like I was just like, oh my God, oh my God. Like the heart beating kind of moment. 
and my, I think my parents could tell that I was just like in shock because it was everything. It was like titles from like, and I think this is why I got really into um, why I started from like Goosebumps. But it was like, I don't know if you ever read like R.L. Stone's like Fear Street mm-hmm. and like those point horror books, but they were like kind of maybe like a young adult, so young adult kind of fiction, but it was always like, the babysitter, the babysitter too. And it was like, kind of like, um, I don't know, like horror-ish, thriller-ish kind of books. Okay. And I just loved them because the titles were just, the graphics were just very like 90s. And I mean, I was such a visual person as well. So I was just like, oh my God, this is just like amazing. So Mm. like, I remember that memory just so clearly to this day because Mm. I was just like, thank you so much took the box like to my bedroom and I was like oh my god oh my god like just like going through them and it was just yeah and I guess they only brought it back because literally the other day I went to my parents place and mum was like they were recarpeting everything and mum was like um you've we've got to go through all your books and I was like and so I found that big box because I still had it and I was like oh my god Oh my god, the memories! And she was just like, "Do you still want to keep these?" And I was like, oh, "Like, I mean, I feel like they need to go to like a good home now, you know? Like, I just I need to let go and just yeah. move on." But I was just sitting there in the garage, surrounded by them all over again, and it was just like, oh. "Yeah, it was amazing." Oh my god, just saying that. I died. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, your face like I will never forget the thud of the box on the floor <laughs> like oh it was just such a poignant like like moment for me because I think I was like books are the only thing that's gonna make me happy. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I was like god that sounds so sad today but it's just like that is the same feeling I get like when I go to these book sales or when I hear that a book fair is on I'm like yes I will block out my diary I will block out my day like I am going and I'm committed and like you know I will wake up specifically set my alarm like I'm there you know yeah the commitment (laughs) and like honestly now that I think about it and also like just all empowered from today it's like I feel like that's how like I just want to feel like that all the time like I want to be able to like wake up and be like oh my god I get to work on this like all day or like even like when I go to the farmer's market like same feeling with the book thing like oh my god like I am alive the food is alive and then yeah with the bookstore I'm like oh my god like it's just it's amazing and then people like amazing people it's like oh my god I gotta talk to this person it's like that's I don't know I just I love that you said that because then it was like that's how we should just be living our lives anyways like we should always exactly and I feel like to be honest that is what we're getting through bookstagram that is what we're getting through all these people that are also sharing the same love of books and we're like all in this community and I feel like I mean, I don't want to say that we're like a community on its own. You know what I mean? Like we're not segregated from everyone else, but it's just like when you're in this community, it's like you're literally talking to other people who totally get where you're coming from. Like the excitement that you feel when you like hear about a book sale or like going to thrift stores and finding like particular titles. Like I I feel like when we start discussing it within this particular community, it's like you just feel like your feelings and your emotions are like validated. <laughs> and your purchases are validated. 
<laughs> oh my god no truly because it's like oh my god I it was so funny like I was watching Seinfeld like a while ago and and George was like oh like I left a book there and Jerry's like so and George is like well it's my book and Jerry's like well why do you need it George's like because it's my book like I want it it was just so funny because people just like don't <laughs> it's just such it's so funny because it's like i still think about it i'm like how can i love like this object so much yeah but it's just like we're so i don't know i mean obviously this is like why i have a podcast about it but it's just like <laughs> god like we are literally opened up to like an entire like being of someone and like their world and like their their ex their internal world their external world and like we are generously invited to like share this space with them and like yeah. oh oh my god it's just uh, just amazing absolutely I, I know it's just like and it's just so humbling to know that like <laughs> you don't have a problem <laughs> you know oh <laughs> like, my god there are other people out there that literally like do also love going into bookstores sharing those relationships with people who work in there and that you do get that joy when you find that person and you're making friends like as an adult like <gasps> with other people who yeah. also share the same interests because if you think about it I guess you know if we were to do this in our teens god it'd be hard like you just there's so many other societal I think like factors and like social media and stuff that are kind of surrounding you as a teenager that I just don't think we could have possibly found that same um I don't know relationship with people as we do now because being into books and you know talking about them and feeling what we feel from them is such a normal thing now yeah you know like it's just truly our love for books yeah mm -hmm. yeah and it's just like interesting because I feel like you know everyone's like oh like I don't know it's it's I feel like a lot of I don't know like friendships just connections it's like oh like find mm -hmm. people with common interests and it's like yeah I have friends that are like into the same things as me but then it's just yeah. like this is like this is like a genuinely like common interest it's like a club it's yeah. like it's so yeah. funny because i'm like there's this oh my god when i at my old shop there's this guy i'm like dude you are so weird he's like yo i'm part of a, a facebook group for one wheels like you know those weird like one wheel yes yeah. yeah he's a part of like yeah. a facebook group and i'm like oh bro what is happening and then i'm like well what? i'm technically a part of like this like online group for books so yeah hey what and I feel saying? like that's that's what makes it so special is that you know we still have our friends in our normal friend groups and like you know we're, we've all got little aspects and little characteristics that we all have in common with one another but it's just like you know when you just find that one group which shares possibly like your biggest love it's just like you're in a little bubble mm -hmm. like sometimes I feel like I'm in a little bubble and most of the time, you know, when I'm like going back on comments or like seeing what other people have posted and I'm like, oh my God, this is just so cool. Like five hours later and I'm like, oh, um, I should probably like be in touch with the real world. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, I'm so dead. Yeah, it's just, it's insane. But it's like, I think you just, you get just 
almost vacuum sucked into like this world that is just all encompassing of what you love mm. and I don't mind being like you know in that because it's almost like a little hug you know and who doesn't love hugs so <laughs> I love that you said that and honestly it's made me feel like because I, I've, like, loved living alone. I love living alone. And yeah. it's also, like, made me feel empowered to be, like, you know what? I'm going to stay in and read. And, like, yeah. I don't – I actually don't think I have – I can't think of a friend that I know, like, here that I see that does that. And then when mm. I go on Bookstagram, everyone's like, oh, yeah, like, I stayed in and, like, was super cozy and read. It's, like, I feel empowered to be, like – yeah, I, yeah. Wait, what'd you say? Sorry, I totally like I said that is the dream. I just feel like that is the dream. Like, I am planning on, like, which I hope my flatmates don't listen to this, but <laughs> I am planning on um, moving out, like, later this year and just getting a place on my own because mm. I want that. I want that space in order to, you know, just also be more creative and just have my own creative freedom your own environment to just thrive and i mean not that i could do that i'm like not able to do that now i just feel like you know when you're in your own environment and you're looking around and you've got everything around you that is yours i feel like it just makes it more um i don't know there's like more of like a purpose kind of there and just you feel like you're just all encompassing in like this world where you feel like you can thrive more you can be more creative you can like you know possibly achieve more things than you would if you know if you are living with others that's mm-hmm. the thing yeah oh my god no i literally couldn't agree more like there mm-hmm. is so much beauty with like not only like creating a space of just your own energy but also like literally just you having it like 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 you just have so like you are giving yourself so much permission to just be Mm. and I feel like when you live like obviously if you live with like amazing like flatmates like you should feel permission to be yourself but I've definitely have had my fair share of like literally my last place I lived with um I wish her well I wish her well, but we had a very toxic, very traumatic fallout, like, over a year ago. And yeah. I couldn't be myself. And I couldn't, like, accomplish the things I wanted to accomplish and, like, be mm. creative. And, you know, I felt ashamed buying all the books because I had to move, like, my bookshelf outside. Like, it was just a whole thing. And, like, generally mm-hmm. being home, like, makes me so, I don't want to say the word proud, but just, like, empowered to be, like, a hermit. Mm when I need yeah. to and when I love it and it's like I have a reason to be a hermit you know yeah. it's like I mean I have a tv in front of me but it's like I my boyfriend makes fun of me because he's like like you're not watching like euphoria you don't watch that show baby. like blah 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 and I'm like dude because I read like I literally want to yeah. go to bed and like read like that's my yeah. dream you know and yeah. it's just like I know, it's just it's just funny because I feel like people, especially in LA, it's like everyone freaking goes out and I'm like, bleh. like it's like yeah. don't yeah. like I love LA, but then it's also like a it's like yeah. a love hate thing where I'm just like I'm not a part of this scene. Like I'm in my own scene, yeah. like all the time. Yeah. yeah. And it's so funny you mentioned that because I caught up with some friends last night and I think we were kind of touching on that subject of like, you know, we all live with other people. And we all wanted to find, I guess, like new spaces. 
And I guess, you know, when I pretty much told them, oh, look, like the dream is literally to find my own space Mm. and to just be able to be more creative. And I think it was like, I just, I remember one comment because it was just like, oh, I would love my own space, but I just, I feel like I would still need people around me because I don't know if I could handle like just being alone and like not having another voice or someone like there. And I was like, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh my God, like I am, I'm craving that. You know what I mean? Like I love that. I in some ways can be such an introvert but then in other ways like I mean I can be like you know just hanging out with friends and such an extrovert at the same time so it's like I feel like I'm in that middle ground where like I love being able to come back and just curl up with like I don't know a beer and a book Mm. and that's it I I can read for like five hours straight and Mm. just be in the zone and not have to be like, oh, I have to socialize or I have to, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. that is just who I am. And it's just, mm. yeah. It's mm. just dreamy. And it's so funny you say that no one really does that in like LA because I feel like it is such, it's not a big thing, but I feel like definitely the amount of people that I know here in Auckland, like, there's so many of them that do do that. They do live by themselves. And, mm. you know, like, I feel like most of the people that are doing that here are creatives because they're finding that that's their main purpose is to, like, well, not main purpose, but, you know, like, they find that they can thrive more in an environment that's theirs as opposed to sharing an environment and also have so, you know, having so many other factors kind of thrown in that you don't get this clear headspace, you don't get that clear direction as to where you want to go mm. in life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's such a, I don't know, it's almost like normal. It's normal here. Oh, yeah. I love that. I also feel like maybe, I don't know, I just, at least like from what I've heard from like my parents, it just seems like New Zealand people are more comfortable with that. Like, I don't know, I just feel like in the States we have to like, you know, Americans are like, we have to like always exert. And I think that's kind of like, yeah, yeah, like we're always like performing or exerting or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then like in New Zealand, it's just like, it's so mellow. Like it's just, people aren't concerned with like performance. Like they're just living and existing and they're super content. Yeah. 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 I think everyone definitely is just like so chilled here mm. like it's just you know you do you and like what makes you happy and <laughs> you like, do you, what do you do? <laughs> like you know like oh, you could be God. like honey i'm just gonna go out and like you know spend six hours like op shopping it's like cool you do you you know like it's just it's so chilled and it's just like I don't know if it's like maybe, you know, when you're in your 20s, like here in New Zealand, it's just like, yeah, you're all about that flat life. You're all about like living with like eight people in a flat, sharing a toilet. Like, you know, it's just, that's still going on here. But I feel like when people almost hit the um, late 20s, like maybe around 28, they're almost turning like 30. Mm. That's when they're like, I want a place of my own. I want to like just... You know, and I think, I think with like COVID and ever since that hit, like everyone sure. here has definitely become more of a hermit. You know, like you're thriving in your own environment because you've almost been forced to. And so it's just like everyone's enjoying finding things that they once loved, possibly like years ago. 
and they've now come been forced to find that love again so why not do it in your own space Mm. yeah oh my god I freaking love it I really wanted to go on about this talk of like living alone because it was like this is so beautiful I know everyone will relate to this but yeah. I will definitely make sure okay we're gonna get back to like yeah. some bookish yeah. questions oh, it's so funny so who if it's like the same as like genre mm-hmm. author but like who is your favorite author what's your favorite genre are they mm. like you know the same if that makes sense like mm. um I would say my favorite author I mean, God, there's so many, but I think Joyce Carol Oates for Mm. me is like my favorite author. Now she's like a really famous American um, writer, I guess that has been writing for years. Like I want to say over 20 years, like it's just, she writes quite epic um, family Mm. sagas. And I know it sounds really weird, but I, like, my favorite genre is almost reading about family dysfunction. Like, when you've got issues within a huge family and just say, I don't know, there's, like, everything from alcoholism to, like, violence to, like, you know, and, like, anything that I guess occurs almost in real life, but she kind of inserts it into the family dynamic. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like... Years and years ago, I think when I first picked up, actually when I went to my first book sale and I found a book by her and I was like, oh, you know, picked it up and I was like, okay, um, this actually sounds really epic. Ever since then, it's kind of always been like, it's like the anniversary of me like loving her as an author, but then also going to like these monthly book sales that I've been going to for like years because I found her book there and I've loved her work ever since. Mm. And it's just... There's two books by her that I love. So one's like We Were the Mulvaney's and A Book of American Martyrs. Mm. And they are just, like, they're absolutely beautiful. They're, like, tragic, heartbreaking, but then, like, quite raw. So I feel like that's my kind of genre is reading about families. Mm. And just, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Know. I love that so much. And... So has loving her like guided you to other authors and or like honestly I get so many I I think I only get my books now from Bookstagram. So like has yeah. that author led you to like another author with like a similar style or like have you found anything brand new in the last 2 years of starting this? Yeah, I feel like when I read her book and just recently I read um what I loved by Suri Husfit and that was absolutely beautiful. I would liken that book to pretty much Joyce Carol Oates's style. And I mean, like, I've always been a fan of, like, um, Suri's work because she kind of plays on those things as well, but I think at a very deeper level. Um, so you're almost getting more of an impact from her work. Mm-hmm. Um, that's who I like. I find them both quite similar. Suri, mm-hmm. though, kind of, I guess... Um, she's quite involved, I guess, in, like, the art world and, like, art critique and mm-hmm. theory. So she inserts more of, like, the art world into her novels, which I also love because I used to do, I used to love art history, like, when I was in school, you know? Mm-hmm. So she does that and it almost brings me back because it's combining both, like, family dynamics and art history and, like, all these works of art and 
so yeah I feel like they're both quite similar in terms of their work I feel like I haven't really experienced anyone else yet I guess that is along along those same lines but yeah there's a couple authors that I think come quite close but not not to that extent Mm. yeah Oh my god. So I just thought of like such a great series of questions. I'm like done. (laughs) So if you were to tell someone you're in love with them, but you were to hand them a book, what book would it be? Oh oh my gosh. Um Beebs. I don't know why this comes to mind, but I I'm such like a sarcastic person sometimes so I feel like I kind of thrive on like sarcasm and like <laughs> comedy so I feel like I would I don't know why that's what comes to mind but for some reason um David Sedaris's um Calypso I don't know why but I would like him that because I feel like it's just so light and funny but he's so sarcastic and he's just it's just a play-by-play and it's so honest as to like what he's experienced through life and like all these comedic situations that he like finds himself in I feel like that's the book that I would give to someone because it's not it's not heartbreaking like you know but like it's just like here's almost like one aspect of my personality that like you know I hope you get (laughs) so (laughs) I love that you said that I know I need I got I have David Sedaris naked. I guys uh, yes. on yeah. my TBR, but yeah, I there's oh my god! I listened to a podcast. What he was a guest on Dak Shepard's podcast. It was like the right. first time I ever kind of like listened to him or whatever. And he is, I did not re- I did now I get the hype. Like he is unbelievably yeah. hysterical. Like, just yeah. the situations in life and the commentary he has on humanity is so fucking yeah. perfect. <laughs> He's, what I think is that he literally is saying what everyone is thinking, but when you're reading it and you're seeing it, like, in visible text form, it's just hilarious because mm. it's just like, oh, wow, someone actually had the guts to say this out loud, <laughs> you know? Like, because everyone's thinking it. You know everyone's thinking it. Of it and I think I read another book of, by him around Christmas time which was fitting because this was called Holidays on Ice mm-hmm. and um, it was about his like experiences I think when he used to he used to be one of those like holiday elves you know like next to Santa like working in one of those like department stores so he was mm-hmm. kind of like telling his experiences and working with these like, other employees no. and like some of them getting drunk and like you know <laughs> Oh my god, can I swear? I don't know. But like like the stuff that he had to like deal with, like in stores and like just what he would see and the parents that would bring in their kids. It was so it just looked so accurate. It just played out like like an episode. Like and so I felt like like it's quite a tiny book, so it's definitely an easy read. But um yeah, I just I love that because it's just like you just want someone to just be honest you know what I mean like every now and then you just want someone to just say it like this and he does that literally honestly I think honestly I feel like that's why I love it's just interesting like I that's why it's like I love I mean like there's movies and shows that I just adore and I love but there's just something about like 
being wrecked by a book is such a yeah. different it's just like why do I think about how Norwegian Wood made me feel than like this movie like there's just something mm-hmm. about like how people can put emotion into words and you're just like oh my god because I think we just see things play out but then we like read it whether it's like funny or loving or mm-hmm. dramatic it's just like Oh my god they were able to put how i felt like that one day into words or like how i wanted to like have this day go into words and it's just like i i love that yeah i know it's just it's so amazing and i think it like it reminds me of something that i actually listened to recently and it was sarah husford's like podcast when she was talking about her book what i loved mm. and she likened her like how she writes to like comics and like graphic novels mm. because you know how everything's kind of within a square like you've got your artwork it's all like within all these squares and she almost sees like her novels like that it's like playing out and within these frames and so she explained it I guess like um you know as humans we do react to pain and we do react to grief in such a normal way um but what she loves to do is that she likes the fact that even though humans can react like that, we still have that ability to walk away, like close a book and like walk mm. away and then come back to it again. Mm-hmm. And that's where I just found it so like powerful because I was like, that is so true. You know, like we experience these things like through the pages and, but we're able to close it and like walk away. Whereas, you know, if we think about real life or the pain that and, and grief or whatever we experience in real life, sometimes we're not able to do that. So to be able to do that through a book is just like a whole nother experience. And that's what I love, you know? Mm. So, yeah. Oh my God. Literally <laughs> obsessed. Uh, um, okay. So uh, it's like, I have this question, but I want to make it not sound like so not basic because Oh my god, it's like, I obviously had, I have this question framed in a way that, like, sounds nice, but then when I think about it really simply, it just sounds so basic. Um, what, okay, what inspires you in a work of literature? There we go. What, oh, what inspires me? Um, do you mean, like, I guess from, do you mean just in general? Do you mean just in general? Like, just... Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think... Do I get inspired by a work of literature? Like, like, do I get inspired or... Like, like what like what part of, like, writing, you know, kind of inspires you? Like, I love the way, let's say, like, Haruki Murakami is able to describe yeah. depression or, like, emotion and human connection yeah. and, like, loss. Yeah. It just, like, mm. kills me and his, like... Yeah, so anyways... I don't have the floor, yeah. girl, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say that it's what inspires me about literature is the fact that these talented writers, and I feel like we've like probably already touched on this, but the way that they're able to use words. Sorry, do you hear like glass clinking? Sorry, that's like our little bar in the background but I think there's like a truck outside anyways oh, it was like cute. no I heard it like a little bit but it was like, like... <laughs> oh my god someone's like excuse me I need to make an announcement yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah I think what inspires me about literature is the fact that these authors are able to 
I guess use words in a way that appeal to my emotions and to what I'm feeling or just anything that I've been going through. I think it's how these words have been constructed and laid out on a page that's still like, you know, it still leaves me in awe because I'm just like, wow, these writers are really able to capture an appeal to everyone, no matter what situation that person has been in. But to be able to appeal to that particular person and we're able to take those words and relate it to our everyday situations, I feel like that's what I love about literature is that, and that's what inspires me is that when, how, and when they use these words, it's the construction of it all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just how it all comes together. And like you said, even with, like, Murakami and, and I guess, his way of, I guess, like, expressing, like, expressing emotion through words, but in such a surrealist kind of way, like, that's beautiful. And then you get other writers, on the other hand, who do it in such a raw and, like, vulnerable way. Like, if you think about it, every book that we pick up, we're literally, like, being thrown back and forth within this like net I guess of like emotions because Mm. you know we're either in this very magical realm where we're like oh yeah someone really gets us or we're like oh my god we are confronting like we're faced with something that is just so confronting right now and that's like that push and pull that that is what inspires me yeah Mm. Oh my gosh, I love that so, so much. Okay, final dose questions. So yeah. I love I love kind of like ending with this question because it's so beautiful and I love hearing everyone's answer, but why do you read and what should my next read be? <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I read because it's just an escape to me. Like it's an escape from like the real world. And I think... You know, it just, I'm so grateful that, like, I'm able to experience this, like, every single day, whereas, like, you know, I'm such a big mood reader, so I will pick up books just depending on my mood, and to be able to just sit down, open a book, appreciate it, like that, and just be fully absorbed in it is, like, a journey that, like... I will probably never give up, you know? Like, I'll take it to the grave, you know? Like, it's just, it's something that, you know, it still reminds me of those days of sitting in the school library on beanbags and and just absorbing these books or sitting there and looking through books. Did you ever hear of third, like, those books called Third Eye? I don't Where know. Where you would sit there and it's like this test, of, it would, like, be these books and they would just be, like, an entire page filled with this, like, some kind of weird tessellation graphic and what you had to do was that you had to cross your eyes and you would see another image that would like emerge from the no that's crazy it's so buzzy but if you can imagine that that was me (laughs) also sitting there cross-eyed and I don't know if they actually started banning those books here because kids were like getting really dizzy from them (laughs) which is just hilarious so now anytime I find one I'm like oh my god I can't believe I did this like you know, but that's what books remind me of is that it reminds me of all those times and it takes you, you know, back to those years. 
And so, yeah, that's why I love reading. And I would say, I, oh my God, I have so many books that I would like love to recommend to people. Oh, I so dead. Really loved, I think it was Conversations on Love by mm. Natasha mm-hmm. I don't know, have you read that? Have you? No, but. Yeah. Oh, literally, I think I saw it on that girl, Gabby, what was it, Humphreys? Yeah. I was like, that looks amazing. Oh, She's I love like, her oh page. Oh, love her page. She is She's just such yeah. a riot. And then yeah. I think, what else, Tanbeer on, like, Coffee and Books, like, mm. she she posted it, and she's literally, like, she's someone, okay, I'm actually gonna, I want to start this new thread. I feel like this would be really <laughs> fun. Like, yeah. literally, like, someone you would sit and cry with her like literally like she is like the most like lovey like just I don't know like she just reads books all about like love I feel like and Mm. I know that's a book she's read and like she told me to read before so now that it's my literal third time I have to get it and I feel like I I had heard so much about it and that was actually one of the books that I did actually purchase brand new because I was like, I am going to be walking around these freaking like thrift stores and op shops for years and I would never find this book. Mm. So I decided to purchase it and to be honest, I feel like, because I've got a lot of friends that were like, oh, you know, like they're either in a relationship or they're single or they're, they're married and, you know, they're a wife and they're still trying to figure things out and, and you know, motherhood, all of that. And they were just like, is this book right for me? I feel like this book just, it hits all of those notes. It doesn't matter like what status you're in, but that book literally, I don't know. I I put so many tabs in there. It's like not even funny. Mm. I underline so many things because I just feel like it really breaks you in a way to hear all these different perspectives on love and just, but not only love and relationships, it's like love and your friendships, you know, like, and the girlfriends that you have, I just feel like it's such a beautiful book and just needs to be read more often. I'm the same as well, but I've actually noticed there's another book that I've seen floating around and I think it's actually called All About Love. Yes. And it's by Bell, is it Bell Hooks? I think that's the author. And I want to get my hands on that too, because I feel like I don't know. I'm a little bit obsessed about reading about love too. It's really interesting hearing these perspectives from other people because I feel like they're so triggering at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's what you're thinking or mm-hmm. what your thoughts are about love that they almost seem validated or, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I think, like, yeah, I, like, the fact that you say that is so, because, like, even just, my my really good girlfriend that was over a little bit ago you know she just got out of a serious relationship and like whatever Mm -hmm. and like she's wants this guy to text her back like not that it's a big deal like Mm. but it was just like one of those things where i'm like cassie like i just said her name whatever um she's a painter i think i saw your story yes Yes. Oh my god, I love her work. Like, side note, did a little stalk, and I was like, oh my god, I love her work. Wait, I Anyways, love you. No, she is such a gorgeous, gorgeous <laughs> artist. But I'm like, Cassie, like, Disney and rom coms, like, we have not been properly shown what love is. And I think mm. that's why I fucking love books, because yeah. I would say they're so much more real than the movies a hundred percent more real like that like opening that up and like getting 
those different perspectives. Like literally because people are pouring out their emotions. We're like, I mean, not that mm-hmm. I'm discounting like movies and screenwriting because it's so mm-hmm. fantastic, but like you like screenwriting is so different because it's like, okay, boom, boom, boom. This is what it needs to look like. But writing, you're putting it all on paper. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I love that. Like, even, like, recently I opened up... Actually, I should reread it, like, just all the time because it's so gorgeous, but it's called The Self-Acceptance Project and, like, just how to have more compassion for yourself. And there's this mm-hmm. passage where it's, like, love is beautiful because we're always beginners. Like, every single moment, like, we begin again and you can yeah. begin again. And I was just, like, I don't know. It's just, like, love is so expansive and I feel like the only time I've felt it expand its expansiveness like displayed obviously like with a person like that's everything but I guess kind of explained maybe or written about is written about but like in a book than anything else honestly yeah and I agree and like back to what you said about like Disney and rom-com I feel like as children and like growing up you've almost been given such an idealized view as to like what love should be right Mm -hmm. like it plays Mm -hmm. out through these disney movies plays out through those like what did i really become obsessed with around christmas oh i become i like watch these movies like every time around christmas so i don't know like any time of the year really but they're those hallmark movies and like they're so cheesy so cheesy but then again it's like another idealized view of love you know the girl goes out of town she falls for a farmer and then it's like you know hey like comes into a lot of money she realizes she loves the city life but then he comes back for her and then they end up together in the end like it's just it's so i like you know plays out like a dream but and that's why I probably actually don't like reading rom-com like novels. I'm not a big fan on romance novels because I feel like it plays out in the same way. 100%. It's so predictable. It's so expected. And it just, it almost makes me hate. Like, I don't know. I don't know why, but I feel like whenever I read something like that or like see something like that, I can't read it to the end. Like, I, like because I know what's going to happen. It's like, I'm that person that like will watch a movie and if it's like something anywhere along the lines of a romance, I'm like, no, can't do it. And it's like, it wasn't until I read that book, Conversations on Love, that I was like, finally, here is like just the truth about love in like its purest form and like what everyone is truly experiencing. And this is how it should be playing out. Like this is, more people need to know that like, you know, the feelings that they're feeling are not wrong. And that they're validated. And, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. So (laughs) juicy. Oh, my God. (laughs) This has been literally amazing. I cannot thank you enough for taking the time out of your gorgeous, amazing, relaxing Saturday. And I'm so happy we've connected. Like, you're so wonderful. So my heart is exploding. And this honestly... (laughs) Because at the beginning of the day, I was like, oh, should I just, like, kind of do nothing? And I was like, no, I know this is, like, going to make my day. Like, every single time I do this, it, like, puts the biggest smile on my face. And, like, what a way to, like, kind of end a really, like, weird day, like, new beginning. Yeah, yeah. It's like like a bittersweet kind of day for you, I feel, you know? Like, and what was I going to say? For some reason, I was like, oh, my God, tell your mom I say hi. Like, <laughs> yes! Oh my gosh, she'll be so happy. She'll be like, "What me?" 
like hearing her and she was like do i still have the accent and i was like oh my god she still has the accent <laughs> she was so happy oh my god i know because it's that's what's funny is like to me i'm like yeah whatever but to other people they're like oh my god i'm like oh, so fantastic yeah Aww, well thank you so much for having me on this oh i mean it's definitely made my weekend and let's be honest i'm just gonna probably go like lie it on the sun or sit on the deck and just read oh Please. What time is it here? It's one o'clock. It's one o'clock now. So, wow. Yeah, that's that's the rest of my day. Pretty much. That sounds yeah. perfect. We'll have an amazing afternoon, and we'll obviously be chatting like all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, you too. And thanks so much for having me on this. Seriously, it's like oh, I feel like I'm so honored. Like anyone, I've seen everyone else that you've had on this, and I'm like, oh my god, she wanted me. Oh my god. Not even. No, everyone is so fit. That's what's been so amazing. I've literally, like, every single person I've chatted to has been, like, unbelievably amazing and so, so sweet. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I can't. I have, like, a seizure of happiness. It's unreal. <laughs> oh, thank you so So, consensus, yes, we're all obsessed with Rachel. I know, I get it. Um, join the club. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I literally love talking to her. I, like I said, in the end, I have like a heart attack of happiness of how happy this makes me. I love doing these bookish series and oh my God, it's just so incredible. Like I genuinely feel like I've made actually authentic, genuine connections with incredible women. And I cannot wait to be, to, to be, to meet even more amazing humans. And what is wrong with you guys? I just had a bath. So I think maybe that's why I'm like, woo. But anyways, I love you guys so, so much. Check her out, the lit list underscore, and definitely stay tuned for her beautiful, fantastic, amazing book list. And I will see you next time.